edition of the EDBC podcast, the NFL preview show, which Ryan and I have been working furiously over. We're taping this on a Wednesday morning before the kickoff tomorrow night. So, uh, Brian, I didn't think we'd have an NFL season. I was a little uh, pessimistic about it, but everything's worked out so far and we're ready to kick off tomorrow. What do you think? Yeah, hopefully everything stays, you know, as is. And I saw a report yesterday that the NFL over the last three or four weeks has only had one positive COVID tests, knock on wood. Yep. Uh, so we're on, we're on target to start the fire this thing up with the traditional Thursday night game tomorrow night with the Super Bowl champs and then full Sunday of football, Sunday night, and then two Monday night games, including one of the local teams. So yeah, we got some things rocking uh, as we kick off NFL and we used to have some professional football to look forward to. So we're going to go uh, through the each conference, breeze through, uh, we'll spend more time in the AFC East and NFC East just because geography-wise, and that's kind of the area we like. Um, then we'll do some uh, picks, playoffs, who we think to make the playoffs, some over-unders, uh, week one picks, and then our Super Bowl picks. So looking forward Here to it. Here we go. Where do you want to start, we'll NFC, look- NFC or the AFC? Where's your- uh, I'm just going to go geography because that's, I mean, geography alphabetically because that's the way I wrote it down. So let's start out with the NFC, the AFC East. AFC East, the big story, the New England Patriots, Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski gone, Bill Belichick still there, Cam Newton, now the quarterback to replace Tom Brady. Cam can't stay healthy a lot of the time, but what are your thoughts about this division as you take a look at it? I think it's – um, it's there's a lot that could go on here. I feel like um, everybody's sort of counting the, counting the Patriots out, uh, and I don't really – I'm not, I'm not ready to jump on that bandwagon yet. I've seen Bill Belichick win with, you know, Matt Castle and Kobe Brissett and a, like, totally inexperienced um, – uh, I'm blank on Jimmy – handsome Jimmy Garoppolo. Yep. So I'm not, and I don't love this division as, as, uh, as, as much as some people do. I like – I think Buffalo yeah, – Buffalo had a great year, great defense, great coach. I still don't like the quarterback. So I'm, I'm, I'm going uh, – I'm going New England here. In a mediocre division, as it always – mediocre might be a step up for the AFCs. But I'm going with New England. I, I just think – I think nine or ten wins could win this division. And if Cam is even halfway decent, why can't they do that? I don't I, I don't see why they can't. Yeah, I think they're going to – I think they're going to try to minimize Cam uh, – I mean, use his athletic ability because they haven't had a quarterback who could run out a little bit. And they don't want Cam to do too much of that. I think they'll focus on their running game a little bit. They lost a lot of people on defense, which does scare me. Yeah. For Patriots, uh, they still have a great secondary, but they did lose some, you know, the Jamie Collins of the world, people like that, Kyle Van Noy. Um, so I think you will miss them. The Jets, I mean, listen, I can't stand their head coach. I, I don't think they have any weapons for Sam Darnold. Le'Veon Bell, I don't know why Adam Gase will not give him the ball 25 times a game. They drafted a big offensive lineman from Louisville, Makai Becton, so we'll see how that yep. works out. Uh, I think the most exciting thing for the division is Tua, for the kid from Alabama, Tagovailoa who's going to be yeah. back up to Ryan Fitzpatrick in Miami. You mentioned Buffalo. I don't love Josh Allen either. They do have a good defense. They added Stefan Diggs. So I can kind of see Buffalo and New England both around nine wins, nine and a, you know, nine to ten wins. I'm going to take Buffalo because I just can't stand the Patriots, but I can see your point where until, until they prove you wrong, you're going to pick them. Yeah, there's a few wild cards here. You know, I forget. You know, remembering the Stefan Diggs trade, and that's the type of thing that can help Josh Allen. His best thing, he, best thing he can do is just throw it deep or just run around like crazy, just scramble the hell out of you know, scramble all over the field. Those are the two best things. Sometimes throwing the ten yard outs, you know, he's throwing it thirty uh, feet over the receiver's head. So uh, yeah, I'm sort of one and two with New England and Buffalo. I just give like the 
I'd love to pick against the Patriots because you know, just like you, I cannot stand the Patriots. I'd love to see somebody else win this division. Yeah. But it's like, I got to see it first. And I know it's boring, but I'm just going with them and Buffalo number two. I have the Jets in fourth. I don't like anything about the Jets except the quarterback. I do like Darnold. I think he's he's gotten no help. Zero. And I don't see you, – you mentioned uh, Le'Veon Bell. I don't see how doing that in, with Frank Gore, I don't know what the heck they're doing. They don't have any receivers that I like. Uh, I think the wild card is Miami. I like the Miami coach. I think they're getting better. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what to expect from Tua. If Tua starts in like – and I, I'd be surprised if he's not starting by like the middle of October. And, and I don't know, what happens if he turns out to be a little, you know, to be okay? Gives him a little spark. Miami can throw a wrench into this. I, they're the wild card in this division. I but, love uh, Flores as head coach. He's a yeah, I do too. passionate, you know, ex-Patriot guy. One of Belichick's assistants, former assistants that looks like he actually knows what he's doing. So we'll see. But, yeah, New England, Buffalo, you like New England, I like Buffalo. Jets are – I just don't love the Jets. I just think they don't know what they're doing. I think that they'll turn things around once they get rid of the coach. Yeah, uh, I agree. AFC West, I'm going to go there next. Surprise you here. Defending Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs, they're still the class of that division, and I, uh, I don't see anyone else beating them. What do you think? No, I think um, – I'm actually not impressed by the other three teams in this division. I think the Raiders could maybe make it a little bit better than last year, but not a lot. So I'm, I'm – I'm not throwing any surprises here. I have Kansas City winning that division pretty easily. I got Denver. I don't know what to make of the quarterback, but, man, they gave him a lot of wide receivers. If he's halfway decent, they could score a lot of points. I think they dropped to Jerry Judy from uh, – I believe they did from uh, Denver, if I'm wrong. Sorry about that. But um, I think the Raiders – the Las Vegas Raiders will be better. Um, and then I have the Chargers fourth because I didn't like the Chargers last year. I, Tyrod Taylor, he's okay. I don't like the kid from Oregon they drafted. I don't see – I think he's got bust written all over. Uh, yeah, Herb, or, uh, Justin Herbert, he's got bust written all over to me, all, to me, so that means he'll probably be a five-time Pro Bowler. But um, I'm, I'm going Chiefs. I'm going Chiefs here, then Blob with the other three teams. Maybe Denver if Drew Locke can be halfway decent. He's got tons of weapons to work with. But uh, I, that's this is, easy. this is one of the easier ones for me. I didn't have to think too hard on the AFC West. Yeah, one thing, a little breaking news. I don't know if you saw it, Denver Broncos. Von Miller hurt, could be out for the year. Got hurt. Oh, yeah, I saw some sort of a yeah, tendon injury or something. Yeah, correct? yeah so he could. Yeah, be. and that just, that's just, that's bad because. Um, leader. It's Von Miller. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Kansas City, I mean, listen, I don't think, I think the thing that, I think Kansas City can be better this year, believe it or not, because there's no pressure. They got the Super Bowl. I think Andy Reid was so, under so much pressure that I think it, he can kind of breathe a little bit. And, um, you know, they draft a running back, which actually was a good move after Damian Williams was opted out. So I think they're going to be good again at division. The Raiders are rebuilding. Josh Jacobs is a good back. You mentioned Tyrod Taylor for the Chargers. You talked about the Broncos. So, yeah, we don't spend a lot of time on the AFC West. Chiefs, I think, will be the top seed in the AFC. And, and we'll move on to uh, AFC North, which I love this division. This division – I don't know, something about it just uh, appeals to me. All the teams are, you know, classic NFL teams, and I-, I love Baltimore in this division. I do, too. I don't love them to be a 13-win team again like last year just yeah. because I think everything broke right, and I think there's going to be some regression. They got – you know, they didn't have to play from behind too often, so they could do their their you know, their offense with, you know, two tight ends, running the ball a lot, throwing to the tight ends, let Lamar Jackson run around and do Lamar Jackson stuff. Um, great defense, tremendous coaching staff, obviously. 
Uh, I know they lost Earl Thomas because of his attitude issues. I don't think that's a huge loss at this stage of the game in Earl Thomas's career. Uh, I liked, I loved their draft. I loved their draft. Added a linebacker that I liked a lot. Um, got some running backs, some wide. They still, I'd still like to see them upgrade the wide receivers. We'll see how they do with that. But I'm, I'm with you. I don't know if they're, they're a 13-win team, but it feels like 11 or 12-win team for Baltimore this year. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't think they win 13 because I think the division's better. Uh, they did add Calais Campbell to the defensive line, which I think will be a big help for them as well. Yeah. Uh, but Pittsburgh's going to be better because Roethlisberger's back. So Cleveland's yeah. got to be better than they were last year, you, you, you would think. And the Bengals, I mean, Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, the, the running back. So, listen, they're, I don't know what they are, but I think the division overall might be a little better. So maybe you're right. The 13 wins might be a little bit of a stretch, but would they win 11 or 12? Probably. Yeah. yeah, I like Pittsburgh too. I know. I think. I think Tomlin. If you, if they had given Mike Tomlin coach of the year last year. I would, it would have been. I would think that would have been well deserved uh, to win as many games as they did and stay in it till the end, the playoff race with like Duck Hodges and and Mason. I forget Mason. I forget his name as quarterback. Um, they get Roethlisberger back. He's not been of old. They just need him to be decent, and I think he will be. Like the defense. James um, Conner, the running back, is a good back. James Conner is a good back. If he can stay healthy, yep. he's a really good back, good receiver as well. So, yeah, I'm with you right there. I'm, I think Pittsburgh is going to put a little pressure on Baltimore. I think those will be good games this year, classic Baltimore-Pittsburgh games, you know, ugly, nasty, brutal, but fun. Yeah, fun just, if you don't play them. Just curious about my biggest question is Lamar Jackson. Is the regular season Lamar Jackson or the guy we saw in the playoffs? So, you know, when they stack the box and he can't run, can he throw? He said he was working extra harder. Extra hard this uh, preseason on on making teams pay when they stack the box. So, listen, is Lamar Jackson had an all world year last year? Can he repeat it? I want. I had a chance to take him my fantasy draft, and I I took Mahomes instead just because I don't I don't know if Lamar can do what he did last year. So we'll yeah, I think it'll be tough. I think team, you know teams, especially that like an offense that's that goes against the grain a little bit, and you know they did last year. Everybody's you know is playing three wides all the time, shotgun and. You know, they, you know, like I said, they had more of an old time, you know, two tight ends, running backs, you know, to, and, and keep the defenses on their heels. Their teams will adjust, and they'll have to adjust. I think they can, but it will, there could be some bumps along the way. And like I said, I think the division's better. And, yeah, so uh, they're going to be a little – I think it's going to be a little tougher road for them, but I do think they'll be uh, number one in the AFC North when it's all said and done. All right, so we got to go from the north to the south now in the AFC, which is um, kind of a strange division. Tennessee Titans made that great run under Mike Rabel last year. I mean, really could have been in the Super Bowl. They add Jadavian Clowney. Um, you got Houston in that, Houston, the Colts, and the Jaguars. It's just starting with Tennessee. I think they'll win the division again. Uh, I, I don't love Tannehill. I just – I don't know why they paid him so much money, um, but he's a big question mark for me. I don't know if he could play as well as he did last year. Game manager, right? This might be the one division out of all the eights. Maybe the NFC. No, I, not, I'll just say this division where I don't love. I don't. I can't envision. This will curse it. I can't envision any of these teams. You know, like as a, as a Super Bowl contender, I can't see it. Even as a dark horse, I don't see it. I don't like this division. I think Tennessee had a great run last year. Phenomenal run. Um, and I like them to repeat again. I like them to win the division. As to you. But that feels like – it feels like AFC South that we've seen in the years past where, like, 9-7 and will win it and please go away after the first round. Sorry to say, I just don't see – it starts with the quarterbacks. I'm, I'm not a huge Tannehill guy. 
good luck with Phil Rivers in Indy. I think that's a decent place for him to try and have one last run because he's, you know, I think he's close to the end. 38 years uh, old. Outside of Deshaun Watson, I don't like anything about Houston. Nothing, including their defense. I don't like anything about Houston except for Deshaun, including the coach. Yeah. And Jackson and Jacksonville's Jacksonville. We're not we're not going to spend spend a lot of time on Jacksonville. Houston just is so perplexing to me with Deshaun Watson and their defense. You know, JJ Watt. They trade DeAndre Hopkins for David Johnson, the running back, which I think will help a little bit take the pressure off Watson. But you're taking away a huge weapon, and I just. You know, Watson can do it all. He's kind of Lamar Jacksonist, but again, that team, I, the, you're, you named it the head coach. He's just, uh, I, I don't understand how he still has a job and how he runs that team. But anyway, Tennessee. The general manager. Yeah, Tennessee's the team. Colts got a 38-year-old quarterback. I, I do like, I do like what they're doing as an organization. Great offensive line to protect them. And the Jaguars remind me of, you know, Tom Coughlin's what the the president of, of uh, football operations now again or whatever. And well, he was. He quit. It reminds me of what he did. He, he, he put all of his eggs in a basket again and again, like he did his first time, and they came up short, and now they're in cap hell again. they got to re, basically restart all over again. Yeah, and they're giving everybody away. You know, they cut Leonard Fournette. They traded their uh, one of their starting safeties or to, like, Cleveland this week for, like, a fifth-round pick. Yep. Dumping salary. Just come out and – they traded – I can't say his name. They traded their best pass, so I won't try to. They traded their best pass rusher to Minnesota. Good for Minnesota. And this feels like salary dump, and uh, let's let's rig it for Trevor Lawrence, uh, Clemson quarterback. Which, if I were him, if that they get to the number one pick, I think I'd pull a 1997 Peyton Manning and say, you know what, I think I'm going to stay for my senior year. Yeah, John Elway, go play baseball. Yeah, Trevor, can you swing a bat? You got a little glove? Give it a try. But yeah, I, I don't. We've already spent too much time on Jacksonville. They suck. They know they suck. They're trying to suck. All right. So let's move along. NFC. We wrapped up the AFC. We'll talk about who we like for the playoffs after we go through both conferences. NFC East, Brian, the Dallas freaking Cowboys, your team. You got the Cowboys, the Giants, the Redskins, and the Eagles. Uh, I'm going to throw you a bone here. I think the Cowboys run away with this division. I don't think they uh, – I agree with you. I don't think – I, I think this, this feels to me, I think this team should be around an 11-win team. They had a great offense last year. But they had terrible coaching uh, throughout, the, not just the head coach, bad coaching on the defensive staff, terrible special teams. So you bring in Mike McCarthy, who I don't think – he's not Vince Lombardi, but it doesn't have to be. If you give Mike McCarthy and his staff, a very experienced staff, so if you, he's a, 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 at least an above-average NFL head coach. And I think that makes a difference for 11 wins as opposed to last year with, with eight wins where they could not beat anybody – that was any that was halfway decent. So I, I do like Dallas, but feels like eleven and five. I think Philly's right there, probably a game behind. I think they keep it close. You know, one of those things where they split the season series. I think Dallas could be really, really, really good. Uh, their offense is. I mean, you look at the roster. Their offense, their offense is insane on paper. But uh, I'm a little jaded because I love. I'm glad that Jason Garrett's gone. Thank goodness, finally a, a, a good, solid, uh, good NFL head coach. But I've been. I gotta see it to believe it. So, but I, I do think they'll win this division. I think Philly will keep it close. The, the wild card with Philly is always Carson Wentz. Uh, is he gonna be? Is he gonna be good, Carson? And can he stay healthy? Yeah. You know, he was great the last month of the year when Philly he had no wide receivers, and he, you know, he he pulled him. Uh, together and played great down the stretch the last three or four games of the season to win that that dumpster fire of a division so you think with some receiver help this year they drafted a kid uh in the first round um you think they'd be better 
But, you know, I also saw games with Carson last year in the middle of the season where he's like throwing the ball out of the ground and just didn't look off. So, again, a lot goes to the quarterback. We'll see. But I think they feel like they think they're going to stay pretty close with Dallas, but I think Dallas gets the uh, division. Yeah, I agree. Everything you said, health, Carson Wentz. They did spend some money on their defensive line, so they are good defensively, the Eagles. Uh, but, yeah, kind of, Mike McCarthy, I kind of feel like you have the adult in the room, finally, for the Cowboys. You know what I mean? Exactly. You know, exactly. not that I don't think J- – Jason Garrett, I mean, whatever. But I think Mike McCarthy's a guy who maybe could fend off Jerry a little bit and where Jason, I don't think, had the ability to do that. So I, I think that's true. I think for the first time since they had Parcells, they have a coach who's like – all about football and not all all about making about making sure Jerry's happy. So that should help them. The Giants, I think, are interesting. Saquon Barkley, if he's healthy, he's a great back. Uh, Daniel Jones, the quarterback now in his second year. Uh, obviously, the biggest X factor is Joe Judge, a former Patriot assistant. Kind of came out of nowhere, was a special teams guy. I liked what I saw in the spring. He kind of was old school a little bit. And then at the end of uh, training camp, he jumped in a big mud puddle in the middle of the field. I don't know if you saw that. I did. A little levity for the uh, – not something you ever see Bill Belichick do, but a little levity for the team. And I think uh, I think the Giants will be better. But I think the the uh, Cowboys and Eagles will fight for division, but the Cowboys will win 11 games. Yeah, I don't know what to expect with the Giants. I think they should be better. Um, if they're, I, you know, they do get, I get rid of Pat Shermer. We talked about the adult in the room with McCarthy. I don't know – I don't know what – you just said, I have no idea how to read Joe Judge, other than that, you know, he tried to go Vince Lombardi uh, in the pre- in, in training camp with them. We'll see how that works. Yeah. There's two schools of thought. One is, you, you know, that's exactly what this organization needs. They haven't had any discipline for many years. The other school of thought is NFL players, you know, they're, they're, they're training uh, 24-7, 365. This is not the old school days. They don't respond to that. Well, we're going to find out, and we might find out fairly, fairly soon, Daniel Jones, I don't know. I mean, some games he's throwing, he's making the most beautiful throws, you know, right in the, just putting it right in the hands of his receiver, even with their, even if they have tight coverage. But, you know, other times he's fumbling the ball 56 times a game because he has no pocket awareness, or at least doesn't yet. And we'll mention Jason Garrett. Well, he's, uh, he's in charge of the Giants offense. So we'll see if he can maybe right, uh, get Daniel Jones headed in the right direction. But he's the, I keep saying the wild card. So, I think the Giants would be a little bit better, but I don't know they can really contend for this division just yet. I don't like the defense at all. I don't know who's rushing the passer. Yeah, their defense stinks. They got a lot of weapons on offense. They're going to have to outscore people. I mean, they, they do have some – their offensive line's better. They drafted uh, with their top pick, so they will be better. I don't think we have to spend any time on the Washington franchise. Ron Rivera, the new head coach, front office is a mess. They don't have a nickname. Chase Young, quarterbacks, Alex Smith, Dwayne Haskins, it's a mess. I think they're a four-win team. Three, four win team. I agree with you. I think they're a mess too. I think I think Ron Rivera is a good, solid head coach, which they haven't had in a while. But I think there's only so much he'll be able to do. You still don't know if you have a quarterback. They have outside of one receiver, they have no weapons on in terms of receiving or rushing the ball. Chase Young's good. The defensive line's pretty good. But, but man, I don't know. I'm with you, man. Four wins feels like a lot. Yeah, feels about right. Yeah. All right, we'll go from the NFC East to the NFC West. A lot of people think this might be the best division in football. Seattle, 49ers, Arizona, and the L.A. Rams. The Rams, who everyone's darling a couple years ago, had a down year last year at 9-7. and seven. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, the 49ers, you know, they're a, they're a 
overthrown ball away from winning the Super Bowl last year. Garoppolo hits Emmanuel Sanders. That game's over. But he overthrew him. So what do you think? 49ers and Seattle. Seattle added Jamal Adams, but they did lose Jadavion Clowney. So I, I, I don't love Pete Carroll, but, man, he's done a great job there. Yeah, you know, I'm, I went through this one. This one is, was the toughest one for me to do. I changed my, my, my order like 17 times. Yeah. I'm looking at what, I'm looking at what I, I decided on, and I'm still going, I'm not sure I like this. I, same way. Same way. I could, there's like – I could see everything, I, including Arizona, I could see any of these teams winning 11 games. I could see any of these teams winning like seven games, including the Niners, if they have just one of those post-Super Bowl loser hangover seasons, which we see a lot. Yeah. Um, and I'm not sure on Jimmy G. I, I, yeah. Love the rest of the roster, but can the deep – Defense be as good as they were last year? They were phenomenal last year. I don't know. Having said that, yeah, I kind of stayed shocked, and I picked the Niners to repeat in the West. I picked Seattle. I don't know why. For some reason, I, 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 I like we said about the Super Bowl hangover, uh, the 49ers did add to their offensive line Trent Williams from Washington, so he'll help. Nick Bose is a stud. I mean, Kittle's a great tight end. But like you said, I think both those teams are going to win 10, 11 games. You know, maybe one of them squeaks out 12. I'm not sure, but – I picked Seattle just for some reason because I, I don't know. I just The thing that worries me about, and I, I meant to mention this to you in the NFC East and the NFC West, Seattle, maybe think about it. The no fans at some of these stadiums is a really tricky situation because Seattle, their 12th man, I mean, that's a, that, that difference maker has gone. So how's that affect these wins and losses? That's what I'm having trouble with. Well, thank you because that was one of the reasons that um, I picked the way I did. Seattle's a trendy pick as I'm looking through reading about picks and predictions from various websites and whatnot, ESPN and Yahoo and some other places. Seahawks are a really trendy pick and I have them third uh, because of that. I don't, I love Russell. Everybody loves Russell Wilson. DK Metcalf is a stud. Their running backs are okay, but I don't think as long as they rotate them in and out, I don't think they, that's, that's good enough. I'm not sure their defense is going to be as good as it's been in years past. And I just because I want to do something like different, and I thought it could be fun. I'm, I'm throwing Arizona up there in the second spot in the West. Well, they got a lot of talent. DeAndre Hopkins trade they made. They got rid of the uh, the running back for Hopkins. Yeah, and that's in the second year. So you got Larry Fitzgerald and DeAndre Hopkins on your on the outside. Those are pretty good targets. I want to see Kyler Murray. You know, take those seven step drops and just throw bombs to DeAndre Hopkins. That's yeah, what I yeah. want, and that'll be fun. I'm just. It feels like the feels like there's always something going on. You know, there's always a little bit of a team that comes out of nowhere. Thinking maybe – I, I just like a little – I have a little heat around Arizona. So, I'm going Cardinals number two. And I had the, the, the Seahawks third. And just because I couldn't – somebody has to finish fourth, uh, I'm going Rams. Not that, not that I think the Rams are terrible. I'm just not sure they're really great. You got Cam Akers at running back, but I just have – I wrote down in my notes, Goff, question mark. Goff, yeah, absolutely. I don't know what he is. I just – I mean – Look, the defense isn't bad. Aaron Donald is still the best defensive player on the planet. As we're, as we're, and as we're taping this, I'm reading an alert that Jalen Ramsey has just been signed to a huge contract extension, so he'll be a Ram for a while. Yeah. It's nice, but yeah. yeah, I got a lot of questions about Jared Goff. Not a good year last year. Um, I like Cup and the receivers. I think tight ends a little underrated, Everett. Um, but it's a tough division, man. I don't know. Yeah, it is very – they're going to beat each other up all year. Uh, NFC North, as we're moving along here, uh, 
listen, you got Packers, Minnesota, Detroit Lions, Chicago Bears. Uh, I, I went with the Packers here just because uh, I think Minnesota had some free agents they lost, and I think they're going to have a little bit of a tougher year. But as long as Aaron Rodgers is throwing the ball, I'm going to pick the Packers. Yeah, I went a little different direction because uh, we talked about it last year during the playoffs about how Green Bay was, we thought, maybe the worst 13-3 and team we could remember uh, yeah. in recent memory. You know, the dirty little secret is Aaron Rodgers hasn't been peak Aaron Rodgers in a few years, but I'm not sure I believe that he's going to be again. I hated, 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 hated their draft. Jordan Love. It was a, it was a, it was a monster year for receivers in the draft. They have a crying need for a receiver. And they didn't pick one, not yeah. one. And we know Aaron Rodgers didn't like that draft. We know he didn't like the, the, the Jordan Love pick. I, I have Green Bay down at third because I'm, it's not sexy, but I just buy, I think Minnesota will be good enough to win this division. I think this division, a couple teams went down to me, Green Bay, Chicago. I think Minnesota, I like, I can't pronounce his name. I like the pass rusher they got from Jacksonville. I think that helps with Mike Zimmer's offense. Um, I think that, that I think 10 wins gets it done, and I think Minnesota can get 10 wins. I'm, I'm just down on Green Bay. And maybe it's just because I'm still stunned they didn't get Aaron Rodgers any help you know, this late in his career to try and give him a chance to make one last run. They gave him a running back, a second-round pick, A.J. Dillon, who's a Connecticut kid from New London, so we're all rooting for him from Boston right. College. But they still have Aaron Jones, right? So, you know, so how, how often? Third, I think he'll be third on the depth chart before you know. Exactly. So I, I didn't get it. I still don't get it. Uh, good luck. Uh, you might be right, but I'm, I'm down on them. So I'm feeling. I, I, I'm, I think they're going to take a big drop. Yeah. And I have Detroit. I have Detroit second. I don't know why I have Detroit second because I what? hate. I can't. I can't stand the head coach, but they have some decent talent. I'm like, I'm going to pick Detroit to just have one of those wacky years. Like they're going to be nine and seven and almost, you know, and maybe surprise some people. I'm putting a pencil in my side of my visor here for you for Matt Patricia. See that? Okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I feel better about them if it wasn't Matt Patricia, and th this will probably be wrong, um, but I picked Detroit. I'll, I'll stick to it. I think they win five games. I think Stafford is shot. I think the team is shot. You may very well be right. This I might really be off base. We'll probably have to endure one more season of Matt Patricia. Okay. Sorry, Lions. Yeah. Oh, hope, hopefully for you, Eric's right. The Bears got Nick Foles. They moved on from Mitchell Trubisky. They still got Khalil Mack on defense, but I think they're just a team that's a, you know, six six win type of a team. So we'll see. I, I agree. I agree with you. I guess you know they've been. I was reading last week where they were going to announce the starting quarterback. Like, wow, Nick Foles or Mitch Trubisky? How have you? How are you going to sleep at night with the suspense? So I guess they're leaning towards Trubisky, but I don't really care. I don't think either one of those guys is the answer. Neither do I. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm already bored. Um, they have a great re a wide receiver in Allen Robinson who's probably, like, just fuming that he can't get somebody to get him the, the football. But other than that, not much there. And I don't, I don't really think Chicago's going to do much this year. Yeah, the old saying, when you have two quarterbacks, you really have none. So Exactly. Final uh, division, and we'll take a break after this. NFC South, uh, interesting, you know, Tom Brady and the, the Tampa Bay Bucks got all the headlines in the offseason. Uh the Saints are still the Saints. Uh, you got the Saints, the Tampa Bay, Atlanta, Carolina. Uh, listen, we don't spend any time on Carolina or really Atlanta. Um, the Saints, I think, are going to win 12, 13 games again. I just don't see Tampa winning that many games. I don't see 43-year-old Tom Brady doing his thing down there. What are your thoughts? I, 
I agree. I don't think, at least for the regular season, Tampa's good enough to win this division and get out in front of New Orleans. So I'm going with New Orleans right now. Uh, one last run maybe for Drew Brees. I love defense is good. So I'm going to New Orleans here, and I'm figuring Tampa Bay. Not, I really don't know what to do with Tampa Bay. I mean, I, I mean they have a stacked roster, especially on the offensive side. Um, I should say mostly on the offensive side. Little questions on the defense, but, I mean, I don't know what to expect from Brady, how much of it last year was his lack of weapons in New England or how much of it is, is the fact that he's 43. So I'm picking Tampa Bay, you know, second in that division, nine or ten wins, and we'll see what happens from there. And I'm with you on Atlanta and Carolina. I have Carolina to hold it up in the rear in that division. I'm looking forward to watching Tampa more than anything else. But oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, the story is fascinating to me. You throw Leonard Fournette in the mix, and I love the head coach. I think he's fun. Um, yep. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's a tricky division for sure. I think the Saints, are, or the, the Saints are all in right now, and this will be it for them because they're in cap hell. So they, this will be the last ride for them this year, as you mentioned. They've had, and the thing about the Saints – are they going to get a ball bounced their way? That's that's the only thing I say. And then when it comes to the playoffs, are they going to get a break? They haven't gotten a break in a couple of years. Look, they've won their Super Bowl was ten years ago now already. But uh, we'll see if they have any playoff luck. But they think they they will. Yeah, and definitely one of those teams could be impacted if there's nobody in the Superdome. Now by playoff time, maybe there'll there'll be at least some fans allowed in some capacity, but to be determined. But I agree with everything you said about New Orleans. So all right, so we've one last. We've gone through both divisions, Brian. We'll we'll uh, we'll move on to a couple other things. But first, we got to take a quick time out and uh, talk to one of our favorite sponsors. Go ahead. Oh yeah, Instacart. Get your groceries delivered to you at home. Don't get up off that couch, well, unless you need to. Uh, free delivery in your first order of over thirty-five dollars. That helps save some money when you're grocery shopping. Save yourself that trip because Instacart connects you with personal shoppers in your area to shop and deliver groceries from your favorite store. And again, they'll follow your preferences. So once you start using the Instacart app, start shopping Instacart, they'll start learning what what uh, products you love and help select your uh, on your uh, some suggestions for you to save money and some items you might might not be familiar with. They also pick the freshest produce and keep your eggs safe. And again, if you go into the EDBC podcast and click on this special NFL preview edition of the EDBC podcast, you'll see a link that'll take you to the Instacart site. Check it out, sign up, and if you use uh, that link, you'll help give our lo- uh, little uh, show here a little love. So Instacart, shop smart. Well done. All right, what do we Thank do? You. Pick, we pick our uh, – we, we kind of told everyone who we'd like in the divisions, so do you want to go to our playoff format here? We have some over-unders. Let's do our little over-unders first. We got a couple over-unders that we like. Yeah, we got about five minutes left in this podcast. Uh, so I got two overs I'm going to give you. I like Dallas, right. over, Dallas over nine and a half. Seattle over nine. Those are my two overs. I thought about taking Dallas uh, as well, but I'm going to go based on my picks from earlier. I have the uh, Patriots uh, eight, uh, at eight and a half over under. I'm going over, a big over. Uh, and then the other one I'm going to stick with, uh, again, going back to my picks, I'm taking Arizona at – was Arizona at seven and a half. I'm going to give Arizona eight or nine wins. So I've taken two overs right there. Uh, I also like Tennessee over eight and a half. That was my other one. That was my third. Yeah. I like them over eight and a half in that division. I had trouble with the unders just because I just such a weird time with all this COVID. And we talked about the fans and everything. I right. think the, the one that jumped out at me 
was Detroit under six and a half. That was the one. I know so funny. You picked them to possibly be second in the division. I picked them under six and a half. So that was the one that jumped out at me. And then the other one, which is a fluky one, you like them. I don't. Minnesota under nine. I thought they could go eight and eight. That was my kind of fluky pick. Yeah. I can see that. Again, I can see that. I have two. I'll make them real quick because we're going to move along here. Uh, I already telegraphed both these picks. Uh, the Jets are at six and a half. It's a little tough, but I just don't like this Jets team at all. I feel like it's a five-win team or maybe a six-win team, but at six and a half, I'll take the under. And then the other one, I'm just not into the Chargers. Sorry, guys, especially, you know, another new stadium for you guys not to have any fans in. You're used to that. They're at eight, and I'm taking the under. That's like almost a lock to me. It feels like six or seven wins for the LA Chargers. Well, it's 10, 12 weeks from now, we'll take a look at these and see how we're doing, and hopefully we'll still be playing games, first of all. But yeah. uh, uh, those are the over-unders. Uh, going back to – we have some week one picks we can do at the very end, I think. Uh, yes. As far as AFC, I got Buffalo, Baltimore, Kansas City, and Tennessee win the division. I think you picked New England. That was the only difference, correct? Yep. Wild card. Correct. Who do you like for your wild cards? Yeah, the AFC, I have Pittsburgh and Buffalo. And then now that we have three wild cards, which is wacky, uh, I had to throw somebody in there. I didn't see – there's nothing, nobody I love. So I said, well, Denver. All right, I'll give Denver the last wild card. So the Steelers, the Bills, and maybe the Broncos for the AFC wild cards. So our only difference is I put the Patriots as the wild card. We had Buffalo in the division, and I picked Pittsburgh and Houston to somehow find a way for the playoffs. NFC, we talked about we are on the same page for a lot of this. I picked the four divisions, Dallas, Seattle, Packers, Saints. You were a little different. You're a four. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, I'm picking for my NFC wild card. Again, I had the uh, the cart. I had the 49ers. I had the Vikings. I had the Cowboys, as you did. Yeah. And I had the Saints. So my three wild cards, again, the third one was where I struggled. And I just threw a familiar name in there because – if, with seven wild cards, eight and eight might get in. But I like Tampa Bay and Philly for the top two wild cards. And I threw Atlanta in there for like maybe the, the last wild card, the, the fodder for the first round of the NFL playoffs. I put the 49ers and Eagles as my top two, and then Tampa as the third. So All right. And again, it's just selfishly because that's what I want to watch. I understand. Super Bowl picks, and then we'll give some week one picks. Super Bowl picks. I have Kansas City – playing the Dallas Cowboys in the Super Bowl. Interesting. That's, I went a little – we're going to have the same thing. I have Kansas City playing the Saints. You didn't go Saints with your team? Uh, I'm going to just say that I had a strong inclination to do that. I couldn't do it. No. I just need to see a little proof first. It's, it's always a double-edged sword because you want to root for your team to win, but then you also feel like you're going to jinx them if you pick them to win. So it's tricky. I'll be happy to be wrong, but I picked Kansas City. And, you know, New Orleans has been knocking on the door the last couple of years, had some hard luck losses. So this is it. This is the last run for Drew Brees, but I'll go Kansas City over New Orleans. And I'm going to have the Chief just because, again, um, why, why be suspenseful or, or throw a, 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 a you know, knuckleball here i'm gonna have kansas city over new orleans i think the chiefs are gonna repeat yeah i think the chiefs it's, gonna... it's a weird year yeah. and you know there's a lot of unpredictable stuff so what you know is what you know and we're we all know the chiefs are going to be really good again and i think this is the type of year where unpredictability is 
it, I don't know how it's going to play out, but I just think that, you know, you know, there's, they don't have to answer a lot of questions about who they are or what they do or what they can do. So I like them to compete. Yeah. And this year of unpredictability, you can predict a lot of things. The status quo works for me in Kansas city. So I'm going with Kansas city over Dallas. All right. We're going to take one more time out before we split and then we'll give you uh, I picked three games for week one. Um, As we'll, did I. We'll get to those in a second, but, First, we're going to do uh, one more spot from some of our good friends. All's well. All's well is to make good sleep accessible to all. That's why their mattresses feature hybrid mattress technology, combining the best of both worlds, memory foam, and individually wrapped coils for a winning blend of comfort and support. How, how affordable? The All's well Queen starts at $345, and no, that's not a typo. Get 15% off your first total purchase and get free shipping and 10-year limited warranty, 100-night risk-free trial, and financing as low as 0% APR. When you go to this week's EDBC podcast, you'll see a link for allswellhome.com. Click on the link, save your 15%. Give a little show, a little shout out to the EDBC podcast, a little love, a little support for our show. And sleep well with Allswell. All right. All right, we're uh, gonna try and do picks every week. Uh, I got three of them for you. You got three, go ahead and uh, give me your three picks before we wrap things up here on this NFL. Preview. Yeah, I got three, I got, I got three favorites and I'm starting with tomorrow night. Um, be fun to watch some real NFL football on Thursday night. Um, I, I rarely do this, but based, if you listen to the first part of the show, you know where I am with the Chiefs. You know where I am with the Texans. Chiefs defending champs at home are laying nine, nine-point favorite. I'm taking the – I'm, t- I'm going to take the Chiefs and lay those nine points. Usually I hate to do that, but yep. it feels like one of those coronation, coronation Thursday night games where they're winning this game by two, 14 or 17 points. So that's my first one. Um I have Vikings at home. Uh, I have against the okay. – taking the Vikings. It's a home favorite this week, slight home favorite against the Packers. So they're getting two and a half. I'm going to lay the two and a half as well. And then finally the Lions. I know you, you're big fans of the Lions this year, this, uh, year as well. They're also a home favorite. Laying three at home against the Chicago Bears. I don't like the Bears. I think the Lions would be a little bit better. So I'm laying three. So I'm, I'm laying three points. So I'm thinking three home favorites. The Chiefs, the Vikings, and the Lions. I had trouble again because I just don't – I'm just – I'm concerned about the lack of home field advantage and just what the – I think we'll have a better idea after week one. I took the Seahawks at Atlanta minus one and a half. So I took a road uh, dog, actually. Seahawks minus one and a half. Are there a favorite? Seahawks are a road favorite, so I'll take the Seahawks and give up one and a half. I took the Chargers at the Bengals, which is very strange. I don't know why, but the Chargers are minus three. I take them. And then I'm taking the New York football Giants plus five and a half at home. And my only thing about that is I can see that being a 17-13 type of a game. So I took the Giants plus five and a half against the Steelers. All right, that'll do it for this edition of the EDBC Podcast, our NFL preview show. Everyone, enjoy the football games, and we'll talk to you soon.